This is the fourth chapter of my musical autobiography. I'm doing my best to tell the story of my musical life in pieces that make sense, but not, not necessarily in chronological order. To, this all grew out of the experience of putting together a playlist on Spotify, which has 250 songs in there. I remember once going to a performance of South Pacific in Bath in the Royal Theatre and I'd seen it before. I'll never forget the shock I got when this piece of music came on and it, it came on and I had no idea until this point what the whole of South Pacific was about. And then I realised there was so much about Rogers and Hammerstein, I needed to learn. You've got to be taught to hate and fear. You've got to be taught from year to year. It's got to be drummed in your dear little ear. You've got to be carefully taught. So there, that was a shock to me. I had been to see uh, Rogers and Hammerstein before and it had never crossed my mind that South Pacific could be an anti, I guess I suppose I mean an anti-racist or certainly anti-prejudice show. I suppose this is a good place to think about other political songs that have influenced me. As I say, I didn't realise that South Pacific was a political piece until, oh, until well into the, the 1980s. In fact, well into the 1990s. But going back, I remember John Baez singing We Shall Overcome. Civil Rights, United States Civil Rights Song. And I remember that Pete Seeger was the first one really to make this into a proper anti-war. Was it an anti-war song as well as a civil rights song? I'm really not sure. If you would like to get out of a pessimistic mood yourself, I got one sure remedy for you. 
help those people down in Birmingham and Mississippi or Alabama. All kinds of jobs that need to be done. It takes hands and hearts and heads to do it. Human beings to do it. And then we'll see this song come true. We shall It stirs me to this day. It really gets me feeling as if I'm part of a political movement. with civil rights, connected with racism. One of the most powerful ones I know and that I again came to learn many, many years later is Strange Fruit by Nina Simone. Southern trees Fruit 
that because I couldn't think where it, where to break it. I think it's one of the most horrible songs, most poignant songs and one of the songs that has me feeling very angry. The imagery in the songs and the story behind it is very hard to put up with. I suppose it was the civil rights movement and the anti-apartheid movement that brought me into the my first serious interest in politics. Perhaps also France in 1968 had an influence and maybe that's why I get such a buzz out of hearing the French national anthem. During the 1960s, the title of this song summed it up really well. Mm -hmm. 
Bob Dylan there, but one more from that era of my life, if you like. I'm not really sure why I count White Rabbit as a political anthem, but I do really. where the next one by Barry Maguire comes from. Eve of Destruction seemed to me in 68, I think it would have been about maybe 67, but probably 68 or 69. To say something about the state of the world, I suppose I wanted to destroy. (laughs) 
Western world It is exploding Violence flaring Bullets loading You're old enough to kill But not for voting You don't believe in war But what's that gun you're toting And even the Jordan River has Bodies floating But you tell me Over and over and over again My friend I you don't believe We're on the eve of destruction Don't you understand what I'm trying to say? Can't you feel the fears I'm feeling today? If the button is pushed, there's no running away. There'll be no one to save with the world in a grave. Take a look around you, boy. It's bound to scare you, boy. And you tell me. Oh, it often felt like <laughs> we were on the eve of destruction, but destruction of what? One other thing I wanted to destroy was the social power of the Roman Catholic Church. And as partly for that reason, I reveled in the following music which uh, came at the end of that wonderful film, The Life of Brian. Some things in life are bad. They can really make you mad. Other things just make you swear and curse. When you're chewing on life's gristle, that grumble, give a whistle. And this'll help things turn out for the best. Always look on the bright side of life It's the wonderful irreverence of this that appealed to me. If life seems jolly rotten, there's something you've forgotten And that's to laugh and smile and dance and sing When you're feeling in the dumps be silly chumps, just purse your lips and whistle, that's the thing. Hey, always look on the bright side of life. Come on. Always look on the bright side of life. For life is quite absurd, and death's the final word. You must always face the curtain with a bad. That is just delight, the thought that that was banned in Ireland. I, I picked that piece of music just to remember as fondly as I can the genius of that film. One more political one, and perhaps the last political one I'd like to include here, is a song which was introduced to me by my great friend and comrade, Nina Fishman. This is sung here by Paul Robeson, and it's Joe Hill.
So there, a great song about American trade unions. Something I knew nothing about, the old socialist tradition in the United States. Knew nothing about it until sometime in the 1970s. And the the discovery that there was a noble tradition of fighting to set up trade unions in the United States. A country that I had never realized had any tradition of trade unions. In my ignorance, I had never realized that there was a tradition of trade unions and of left-wing activism. It was great to get to love that song. So I guess this is as much as I want to say about political songs at this time in the fourth part of my musical autobiography. Thank you for listening. Thank you very much.